Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today. All right. I got another one of those flyers in the mail. This time it was like the working people's work, working group organization. Here's who to vote for. And had another list of candidates. And uh, We talked about yesterday. You can pay, I guess, some organization to send out a flyer with some phony looking official endorsement. Just making people to yesterday was something about yesterday cops. was cops. That's a fake organization they that sends like out thing. pretends pretends that uh, they're giving you candidates who are uh, anti crime, pro cop, and they're not. They're anti cop and pro crime. So you get a mailer from an organization called Cops that has nothing to do with real police. It's a fake. Yeah. Uh, it's just an acronym. Don't be fooled by those fake well, mailers. It's funny Thank you should you. say that. My my friend uh, gave me this morning. He got a mailer. You remember that uh, that uh, bloated blowhard, Bob Hertzberg? He's been... well. I thought of him today, and there's a different reason for that. But go ahead. Uh, he's running for LA County Supervisor. Do not yes. vote for him under any circumstances. Oh my God, no! He's a complete disaster. He's, he's... the no bail guy now. Well, yes, he oh, so... he wrote a no bail bill. We called That's... him No Bail Bob at the time. We had him on about it. It was ugly. Yeah. So no bail Bob got the thing passed, and it was overturned by uh, a voter referendum. That's how bad it was. It actually, That's right. Uh, 
The bail bonds people put up a lot of money to get that on the ballot. Yes. Right. And and people voted against it because to normal people, the idea of no bail is preposterous and idiotic. But, you know, Bob Hertzberg went right back to come up with another no bail bill. Well, and besides, when the pandemic hit, they used that as an excuse for no bail. Yeah. So, so Bob Hertzberg is George Gascon. He's just packed on more pounds. But it's the same guy. He doesn't think prisoners ought to, ought to uh, sit in jail on bail <clears throat> while they await their trial. And that brings me to this, this flyer, because uh, he's been, he's been uh, what has he been, assemblyman or state senator or both? Uh, he's, I know he's been in Sacramento for many years. I forget. Yeah, he, I believe it was both. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was assembly. Uh, anyway. Uh, vote the for, Valley. Th- right. th- this would replace Sheila Kuehl, who, you know, obviously is a huge disaster. You're happy about replacing Sheila Kuehl. Yeah, Kuehl, but not right. with him. Not with him. Then she might as well stay alive because this is, he's horrible. Oh, she uh, died? And, huh? I don't know. Did she, <laughs> she die? She might as well stay alive, you said. No, I don't know. I think she's still alive. Uh, Hertzberg uh, on his mailer says he's going to reduce homelessness. Do you know how much homelessness has exploded since he's been in office? Quite a bit. I've been here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, And then the second one, and this is what got me, okay? This is where I grab this flyer from my friend. I go, can I take this to work today? Increase public safety. Oh, no. No bail Bob Hertzberg is running on increasing public safety. It doesn't explain on this flyer how he's going to increase public safety. It's just no, a generic no, declaration he will increase public safety as county supervisor. No, uh, the, the flyer is him. Well, first picture is uh, from uh, quite a few years ago because he looks much younger. And he's talking to two, uh, like, healthcare workers, right? And then there's a picture of him uh, much older. And he's uh, shaking hands with fire to, firemen, okay? Right, right. And then, uh, it, it, oh, oh, and here's what he's leading with on the front of it. Um, Plan, Planned Parenthood California uh, gives Bob Hertzberg a 100% rating. So, you know, if you're in the mood to abort a baby, he's your guy. Uh, yeah, and the Board of Supervisors has a lot to do with that. Right, exactly. It's like, so how, how many abortion bills do the supervisors pass in a given year? Probably, what, 10, 12? I don't know. I can't keep track of all that. So uh, on the flip side, it says, Bob Hersberg, uh reduce homelessness, increase public safety. Endorsed by L.A.'s essential workers. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of unions. So yeah. he's all uh, mobbed up with the unions. Oh, he's horrible. He's right? horrible. Yeah, and the third line is protect our rights. What, what, what rights? Like to walk down, right to go to the park with your kids and not uh, step in uh, human poo or uh, heroin needles? Is there a right there? No, I guess not. Anyway, Hertzberg is a total fraud. No bail Bob is a no. A no. No. LA County Supervisor replacing Sheila Kuehl with Bob Hertzberg is just trading one, uh, one poison for another. Yeah, this, I think there's a bunch of choices there. There's got to be a better one than Hertzberg. <laughs> you know why I thought of him? Funny you should bring up Bob Hertzberg. Mm-hmm. Today, one of the stories is that the former Los Angeles mayor, Richard Reardon, is endorsing Rick Caruso for mayor. Now, he already got Snoop Dogg this week, so there you go. That's kind of two sort of opposite hey, ends of the... Is that diverse or what? <laughs> That's diverse. That's inclusive. That's the old white guy and the younger kind of black guy. Uh, he's 50, I think. Yeah, he's not so young anymore. He's not so young anymore. Well, do you see why I made the connection? Yes or no? Uh, with Hertzberg? Yeah. Richard Reardon brought him in studio. 
Reardon brought Hertzberg in studio. Hertzberg was running oh, for mayor. This might have been back in one of the Tony Villar oh, campaigns. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Or it may be Jim Hahn. I don't even know. All I know is they were um, like out of breath. You don't remember this, do you? I remember this distinctly. It was in Burbank because. I remember them being was... on the show, both of them, yeah. Yeah, well, Dick Reardon is a, is a good guy and he was a good mayor. But And the pantry's a nice place, by the way. But he. Um, he usually picks losers for mayor. Uh, and he, he brought this man, Hertzberg, in. And the reason that they were kind of panting or something out of breath is that they were trying to uh, show how bad traffic was. This was going to be his key issue. Los Angeles traffic. And I remember mayor, that. He yes. had a plan. That's right. And I forget what they were doing. They drove to show how bad it was. And then they ran up the steps or something uh, to come into the <laughs> studio to try to beat some time well, they had. Or Hertzberg's falling a lot there. So I, yeah, I don't remember all the details, but I was like, uh, and I don't yeah. think you and I detested Hertzberg. Then we didn't know that much about no, him. No, because I think I, he actually was Speaker of the Assembly at one point. I think so. You know, he, you know what it is? He's an opportunist. He hops on whatever the hot moment is, right? Yes. So after the George Floyd uh, uh, killing, you, you, you had all these idiot politicians. Like Garcetti's one of them, too. He's taken a knee. And Hertzberg has got no bail, uh, is no bail law. And then the moment passes. And now suddenly Garcetti is... is Pulling for more funding of police. You know, Hertzberg is not leading with no bail on his flyer. Now he's into public safety. They just jump on what's ever hot. They don't believe in anything. They just like their office because it pays a lot of money. Yeah, well, and, and in case you forget, Hertzberg ran into a little trouble in Sacramento with the Me Too movement. He was known as Huggy Bear. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that was his other He nickname. apologized. I don't think they ever punished him. Yeah. It was really just about I'm not over-enthusiastic I'm, hugging. By the way, I'm, I'm totally over all those stories. And he was... <laughs> I, I don't really care. But I remember hugs. this about him. He has kind of a... He's a loud, friendly guy. He's not one mm. of those obnoxious, progressive Democrats. He's just got a, got yeah. a very uh, embracing personality. So yeah, he but he, of, he, he can fall for it. He's been pushing those policies. He wasn't a, a wacko progressive, and then he became one. No bail is about as far left as you can get. You know, next stop is uh, no jail, no prison, right? Right. It's the last stop before you bulldoze all the all the prisons. So Reardon, who is now 92, says there are parallels to the early 1990s when he became mayor. That was 1993. And he thinks it's time for the person like me, a fellow businessman, to be mayor. And that's why he officially announced his endorsement of Rick Caruso for mayor. And we've brought this up many times. We think that... The state of the city is similar, and the idea that somebody can come in here, it's completely separate from this awful city council and long-running bad politi- politics in the city of Los Angeles. And just bad management. Just might a be lot- able to clean things up a bit. I'm not expecting a miracle if Rick Caruso's mayor, but I think uh, we can certainly go a little way to getting better. Yeah. Situation with crime, homelessness. Oh, yeah. a- absolutely. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm voting. Remember like, the old days when it was just about traffic and maybe sidewalks that were splintered or something? You know, remember that? I, I know. The good old days. That's no. what we were complaintig about. Now we potholes, get, right? Tony now, Villar and the potholes. Now we have a human disaster on every corner. Oh, my God. It's, even Villar said that. He can't believe what he sees on the streets. Mm-hmm. What happened? Well... Uh, you I think know, he said the emperor has no clothes. Is the well, afraid, to, use that well, old phrase because about when, Garcetti? Villar, when Villar left, and he was a terrible mayor, right? He was just a buffoon. We didn't have this homeless problem; didn't exist. I when when Garcetti ran uh, in 2013 for the first time to replace Viragosa, homelessness was not a big issue, if it was an issue at all. Right. It was just Skid Row. 
and scattered other places. But no, this this is Garcetti's era. Garcetti is going to be remembered for the rest of his life. It's going to be in uh, probably the first paragraph of his obituary. He's the one who destroyed Los Angeles with homelessness and crime and garbage. Well, that's perfect because when we come back, that's who we're talking about is Eric Garcetti. He is crying for mommy and daddy to help him. We are not kidding. He is literally calling on mommy and daddy to help me become ambassador. Please help me. Can you do anything? And they did make a move. We'll explain what they did coming up. John and Ken, KFI. You know, about 1220, I was looking at stories for the show, and I flipped past websites, including the Wall Street Journal. I just look at the stock market report, and it was ugly. I tell you, the psyche... The, the last hour, there are people that just start buying, I guess, because the Dow Jones actually ended a few points positive. It was down big time most of the day. I guess people, it's Friday. I got to get in there. And there's bargains. They may not be there Monday. I have no idea. But well, drives uh, all this. There's so many factors. It, I'm just are you know what I heard amused. Today? Yeah, uh, that that eight weeks in a row, the stock market is down. Eight weeks in a row. Last time that happened was 90 years ago. 90, 90 years ago. Years ago. That'd wow. be 1932. What was going on then? Oh, yeah, the Great Depression. And guys were jumping out of office buildings in New York. They lost, excuse me, they lost so much money. Yeah. Well, this isn't, the, the stock market has had such a good run I right know, after but, the but pandemic still, started. It started to go up, and it's been going up for almost two years. So. To, to go eight weeks in a row going down. I mean, that, that's literally once in a century. Yeah. Uh, well, we told you that the uh, mayor of Los Angeles. Eric Garcetti, as we know him as Yoga Pants, is struggling uh, to get his next position this in his uh, political career. He wants to be U.S. ambassador to India, but the nomination has been held up in the United States Senate because there are a number of senators, including some Democrats, who have, uh, they're a little skeptical that Garcetti <laughs> didn't know that his top aide was sexually harassing all the staff. And that Garcetti may have lied about it because he keeps repeating, I didn't see it, I didn't hear about it, I knew nothing. <laughs> and many people on his staff said, no, he's lying, he's committed perjury, that's not true, he knew about it, everybody knew about it. He saw it, he was there, we saw it when he, we saw that he saw it. Yeah. So we have told you that he's gone to D.C. himself to personally try to meet with senators and lobby his nomination, but uh, now he's gone one step further. He's called in mommy and daddy. Good old Gil Garcetti, one of our favorite uh, punching bags from back in the day, if, the OJ trial. If you weren't paying attention during the OJ trial, Gil Garcetti was the dumb DA who blew the trial right from the beginning. Because OJ killed Nicole in Brentwood, and the trial should have taken place next door in Santa Monica. And more famously before that, not more famously, he blew the uh, Menendez trial. He blew, they had blew, to have a retrial, and we helped raise money for the retrial, and then they were found guilty. He blew the Menendez trial the first time. He blew the OJ trial because he would have had a different jury makeup on, on the West Side than he did by going downtown. And, uh, you know, he was trying to be a, a diverse and equitable and inclusive, and he ended up blowing the trial. Uh, and that thing was 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 screwed up, uh, you know, twelve different ways. And and you know he's, he's he's no good. And I thought he was one of the saddest uh, public officials we've had in, in L.A. Uh, until the sun came along, and then it hit me. It's like, oh my god, this is genetic. I yeah, mean, at the, least Gil Garcetti though would talk to us. We have never spoken well, to Eric Garcetti on the radio. Well, you know, uh, the uh, uh, Ray sent a message to Gil because Ray still has his phone number. 
Today? Yes, today. Just oh. moments ago, I was told. And he said, hey, what, what's going on here? You want to come on and talk about it? So far, no response. <laughs> yeah. I think the last time we talked about to him was about the death penalty. He's staunchly against the death penalty. I think yeah. he was actually in studio some years ago. Yeah, he came in years after he was done as DA. And DA, He yeah. had some issue that he was banging on. Well, his parents are Gil and Suki Garcetti. That's her name. And they have, uh, well, McGuire Woods Consulting has registered to lobby on their behalf for the purposes of, here it is, quote, outreach related to confirmation for ambassadorship nomination. So I think it would have to be Eric's nomination. I don't think they're lobbying for somebody else. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's that. Uh, and also on this team is uh, Garcetti's former deputy mayor and advisor, Breland Pete. Breland Pete. I don't know if Breland is a male or female or what. Yeah. So he's got his uh, his old deputy mayor, his mommy, and his daddy. Are you actually have to formally register as a lobbyist? And what are they going to go? They're going to go to the offices and go, please, please let little Eric become ambassador. He always wanted to be ambassador. Actually, he wanted to be president, but our son's kind of a loser. He fouled up Los Angeles, and he's got nowhere to go. He has no talents. <laughs> he has no skills. <laughs> Please take him off our hands. Please. We don't want him moving back in the he's house with moping us. moping around the house, yeah. He believes he's, his he's career moping. is done unless he gets this. Because, you know, the ambassadors to India are known to go on to be president. That's happened, hasn't it? That's right. You know, he, he whiffed on being president, uh, and then he missed out on being secretary of transportation and uh, secretary of toilets, and uh, now all we have left is India. Please, please. Uh, so the problem for Garcetti is that uh, he has to get 50 Senate votes, all the Democrats, plus Kamala Harris. What? And so far, there are a number of Democrats Nobody, who are reluctant. Nobody normal humiliates themselves like this. Nobody normal would have their mom and dad register as, an, uh, as, a, as, a, as, as lobbyists. I mean, and by the way, what position do they have to go to Washington as lobbyists anyway? Uh, the, the, the well, dad... it wasn't clear to me. I thought they were not going to do that, but they're going to have this McGuire Woods Consulting do it on their behalf. It's not clear to me. You're right. The headline says they have registered to lobby, but they, it's like they they're hired gonna... a lobbying firm to go in there and say, we're here on behalf of Eric Garcetti's parents, and this is what they believe was the reason you should confirm their well, son. Why does he need his parents to do that? I don't know. Or is or his parents paying? The, but yeah, his parents paying the bill. Yeah, the lobbying firms are not cheap, and <laughs> this outfit's probably going to go office to office so if they can get an so, appointment. So mommy, mommy, and daddy are paying the bill. But I wouldn't uh, be surprised if yes, they'll say, "Well, we'll bring the parents along if you would like to speak to them too and ask any questions about their son." Oh, sure. Concerns you have that. Uh, he might ignore sexual harassment. That's right. Oh. <laughs> Tell them how, what a good Boy Scout Eric was. I know. <laughs> I saw this headline. It's like, well, that's really sad. You have to call in the parents to help save your what's left of your pathetic wow. political career. <laughs> and the last part of the story does mention Gil Garcetti was L.A. County's DA during which... His office oversaw, oversaw. the prosecution of O.J. Simpson. Yeah. The worst loss. That debacle. The worst loss in judicial history. Yeah, that's not something you want on your resume. You try to pretend. No, that was a different DA. I, I came later. Well, before. What, what else would he put on his resume? Well, what did you do as, uh, as district attorney? Um, I lost the O.J. trial. Uh, well, what else? Um, oh, I lost the Menendez trial. Well, the first one, though. Not the second one, all right? <laughs> 
I don't uh, remember anything else. When we come back, like those gas prices, it is going to get worse. We'll tell you why. Through the summer, it's going to get very ugly. And we're going to play some audio from the U.S. Senate. It's a U.S. Senator questioning the energy secretary under Biden. And it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's pretty revealing. Coming up. Now he's not going to write back to Ray because we were so mean. Uh, where are we? Ah, hey, there's some uh, breaking news on the migrant front. That federal judge in Louisiana has extended his temporary block on the Biden administration's plan to lift that Title 42. I think that was going to be Monday, the 23rd. Uh, that, of course, Title 42 was implemented during the Trump administration, a federal public health statute, which yes. deals with the need to curb COVID-19. And, and, and so they've been using that to reduce the number of migrants that are led into the country. And what he wrote in the ruling is very significant because he said that uh, the states that are suing had established a significant threat of injury. Because uh, increase in border crossings will increase their costs for health care and education services. Those costs are not recoverable. But that's so, always been the case. Right. But nobody's, uh, like I guess, sued over... Uh, a situation like this before. Now, this is a Trump appointee, this judge in Louisiana. However, the entire Fifth Circuit, uh, this is where this comes out of in the South, is uh, uh, they're not going to help the Biden administration. So all these lawsuits should be taken to. Uh, and I doubt if he went to the Supreme Court, that would really help. So no, it looks well, like this well, r- r- and on top lifting of, the, of Title 42 is not going to happen. And on top right of that, away. the judge is right. Why should the sa- states have to suffer and pay out all that health care and all that uh, all those school costs because Biden has uh, left the door wide open? I mean, that's that's common sense. I, do we need a judge to tell us that this is a ridiculous policy? The only thing this I don't is understand stupid. is we've been looking at record migrant numbers coming in. I mean, are you going to tell me this would be three times the record number if we lift Title are they actually Are they turning anybody they, away under Title 42 anymore? The, 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 What's they, practically happening at the border? The, they actually claim that it's going to triple the number of people coming over. That's frightening. Yeah. A lot of Americans are not really aware of this. And, uh, you, you know, what's got a lot of attention this week to try to quash this is this whole replacement theory thing with the Buffalo shooter and... I mean, that misses the point. Because, oh, yeah, well, it's racist. Nobody wants to well, let anybody you know, into the country so we can keep it white America. That's not really what it's about. The Democrats A have, lot of people believe in legal immigration and a way to do it. And the Democrats have been pushing exactly that for years. Found a whole... In fact, I read one of these books that was written by one of the top Democratic uh, analysts uh, 20 years ago. And they said what we've always talked about is that the, the Democrats want uh, a lot of immigration in order to turn them into votes. Down the road. That's exactly what they want. Well, I think most reasonable Americans, Democrats, Republicans, independents, want legal immigration. They certainly want to let people into this country, but you've got to have control of it. That's that's probably like 90% of people. Yeah. You're right. The political party leaders feel differently because it's really just about we want to win. We want to build our voter base. But that's at odds with, I think, what most people think should be done with migration. Why is that so complicated? You know, the whole purpose of, of having our form of government is that all the uh, congressional representatives get together and they ha- hammer out a compromise policy on how many we let in every year and what the process would be. Just do that. Come up with the number. Uh, right now, uh, it's a million a year legally. That's a big number. If you compare- Trump tried. Remember, Trump tried the merit basis? Yeah. This is what Canada does. And it should way. be merit. A lot of countries have merit. Well, of course. You try getting into Canada legally. Good luck. 
Well, because I, I don't understand. How does it help anybody to let in hundreds of thousands of basically welfare cases? How, how, did, how does that help here? Now, you, you let in thousands and thousands of people who are coming from, uh, you know, uh, various uh, medical schools around the country. Certainly we've done that, right? I mean, I mean, you look, you look at who makes up our, uh, our doctor pool uh, and specialist pool. It's many, many foreigners now. And, and that's because American, uh, American uh, well, our country just wasn't producing that many doctors anymore for whatever reason. So we had to import them. And now much of the time when you go to, the, go to a doctor, go to the hospital, you have a doctor from a foreign country. And that's what immigration is for. It's to shore up areas where you don't have strengths for whatever reason. And we should only get the best and the brightest and the most useful. I like the way they write this in the Times. Seeking asylum is a legal right guaranteed under federal international law, regardless of how someone arrived on U.S. soil. Some of those turned away are fleeing persecution, while others are pushed out by turmoil yeah. in their home country no, seeking jobs yeah, but and security. But it's been proven that a lot of them are faking it. And a well, lot even of Obama said that. Obama said it, it can't be because you're poor. No, That's I, not see, how uh, it works with asylum. Right. So what, Because of economic status, I think it, is how he put it. It is indisputable. It is indisputable that that most of these asylum seekers do not deserve asylum. Okay, they're just coming here because they thought they could get in, and and what what happens is the these immigration activists and remember they're they're all a bunch of socialists. They they think that all the poor people ought to spill into America because we're too wealthy. So they changed it into well anybody who's in need, anybody who's poor, it's our human obligation. It's like no, it's not. You know, they kind of they kind of goad you into saying something very tough right? because uh, to tr- they think it'll make you look bad. It's like, no, be tough. Don't worry how it looks. No, we can't take care of every poor person in the world. That's simply a fact. And, and, and why, why don't they come up with a number? They never come up with a number. It's like, how many do you want to let in? Another million? Another two million? Another five million? What's, what's, and they don't have a number because they want it to be unlimited. Because they want to change the makeup of the country economically. They they, they 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 believe in a, in a global socialist idea. It's it's wacky. It's extreme, and we we don't have to go along with all their crazy ideas just because they try to shame you if you disagree. All right. When we come back, well, you might want to enjoy six dollars a gallon for gas because with the summer driving period coming up through Labor Day, Californians could be looking at seven to seven fifty a gallon by August, and we'll also play for you an exchange. In Congress, between a Republican senator and the energy secretary over how much of this is to blame on the Biden administration. Coming up. John and Ken show, KFI. Yeah, we should have played uh, Bananarama. Remember A Cruel Summer? It's yes, a cruel, it is a cruel, cruel summer. summer. Leaving me. Uh, that's what one analyst predicts when it comes to gas prices for the country. As of this morning, the national average gas price is four fifty nine a gallon. That is another all-time record here in the state of California, the state. 606, I would say L.A. County might even be higher. I haven't checked today. Uh, as they write here in the National Review, because prices in California are usually a dollar to a dollar fifty more than the national average, Californians could be paying seven to seven dollars to seven dollars and fifty cents a gallon by August. Yeah, you know, I, this is why you should vote for Gavin Newsom. Because he's brought us potentially seven dollar and fifty cent gas. Because a buck fifty of that is is taxes, and he won't give us a break on a single penny. Nothing. He's got a one hundred billion dollar surplus. 
$100 billion, and he won't give us a penny off out of his, out of his buck 50 in extra taxes. And he could do more to increase domestic oil production in the state. That's another thing. Oh, God. Remember we talked to the man up in Kern County who said he's got a lot of wells that they could use and drill and he could increase production and they're not allowed to. The mayor of Taft is in the oil business. He says when he talked with us, he was standing on tons of oil down below the surface. We've got so much oil underneath here and Newsom wouldn't drill any of it. And 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 instead, we're going to pay seven fifty this summer. Oh, and then in November, you're going to vote for him again, right? In fact, you're going to vote for him again uh, next month. Maybe right now you're voting for him. Hundred billion dollars in surplus, our money. Those are our t- our taxes, and we don't get any kind of a gas tax rebate. And then he's helping to drive the price to seven fifty. In fact, what did they do? They they just did. Uh, they were they were trying to ban um, offshore drilling in Orange County just the other day in the legislature. Yeah, there was a bill after the oil spill uh, off of uh, Huntington Beach. Remember that big story? Which yeah. didn't turn out to be that bad, as it no. turns out. But no. at the time, they rushed and wrote bills that wherever the state controls the offshore waters, we're going to stop the oil drilling. And it got withdrawn, which is weird because you would expect them to glom onto that with this bunch in Sacramento. Well, uh, be- but they have decided to not pursue that bill. Because even 6 and $7 gas is making them stop. And right. reconsider that maybe that's a suicide mission. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm I don't know why people put up with this. We 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 pay uh, at, uh, like a dollar and a quarter to a dollar fifty extra in gas than any other state. Most of that is taxes. There's also a lot of regulation here. There's a lot of stupid laws. You, do you know? Do you know? There's a lot of. Um, Gas and oil that can't be delivered here to California because there's no infrastructure to get it from the southeast. And so in the southeast, they end up shipping a lot of that oil out of the U.S. Because it's closer to ship it out of the U.S. than it is here because we don't have we don't have the pipe. We don't have a pipe that goes from here to the southeast to get to get the golf truck and. (laughs) <laughs> trucks and drive it here for a couple of days drive or no what i have read about the infrastructure we have in the u.s for gas and oil would would, would just you'd, you'd hit you'd smash your head against the window it is really primitive it's a really a lot of obvious stuff that because of the, the whack job government we have in recent decades you, you can't get it built you can't get it done it's, it's like the tons of oil up in uh, up in canada that they want to put on that uh, keystone pipeline and and they can't do it because Biden stopped the construction of it, put thousands of people out of work and stopped. This would have been a huge influx of oil had he allowed it on Inauguration Day instead of canceling it. We would be using some of that oil by now. They needed about a year or so to build it. All right. Yesterday in the U.S. Senate, there was a hearing of the Senate Armed Services Committee. I don't really know why, but the energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm, was testifying. Uh, She was questioned by U.S. Senator Josh Hawley, a Republican from Missouri, about the Biden administration's fault in these high gas prices. Here is some of the back and forth. It's pretty wild. But now AAA is projecting that gas prices will hit a national average, average of $6 a gallon by the month of August. Is this acceptable to you? No, it is not. And you can thank 
the activity of Vladimir Putin for invading Ukraine and pulling essentially oh, those bills. Uh, with all due respect, Madam Secretary, that's utter nonsense. In January of 2021, the average gas price in my state was $2.07. Eight months later, eight months later, long before Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine, that price was up over 30 percent, and it has been going up consistently since. What are you doing to reverse this administration's policies that are drawing down our own supply of energy in this country that are throttling oil and gas production in the United States of America. What are you doing about With it? With respect, sir, it is not administration policies that have affected supply and demand. How can you say that when the price of gas was up over 30 percent from January to... Uh, you answer my questions. Answer. And it's my time, Madam Secretary. So why don't you answer my question? From January to August, the price of gasoline was up over 30 percent. In my state alone, it has been a continuous, a continuous upward tick since then. And here's what your president did when he first came to office. He immediately reentered the Paris Climate Accord. He canceled the Keystone Pipeline. He halted leasing programs in Anwar. He issued a 60-day halt on all new oil and gas leases and drilling permits on federal lands and waters. That's nationwide. That accounts, by the way, for 25% of U.S. oil production. He directed federal agencies to eliminate all supports for fossil fuels. He imposed new regulations on oil and gas and methane emissions. Those were all just in the first few days. Are you telling me that's had no effect I'm on our energy supply? 94% of the oil and gas executives that were surveyed by the Dallas Fed said that administration policies had nothing to do with the increase in the price of oil. I'm not interested in opinions of, of these people. I'm interested Those in the, the facts. Are, are you telling me no that these policies had no effect? Is I'm that your you testimony no that these policies had no effect? You, are you telling you, me, Madam Secretary, are you telling me under oath that these policies had no effect. I'm telling you that 94% of the oil and gas industry... I'm not interested in their opinion. I'm interested in no the facts. Effect. So, no, they did not ask That is Vladimir a remarkable Putin statement. ...about the increase in demand and the decrease in supply from pulling Russian barrels of oil off the market, thanks to, rightly, the United States saying, we're not going to take Russian oil. Coming out of COVID... So what explains the of, increase between I'm, January and August coming of 2021? Out of COVID, coming out of COVID, there was an increase in demand because people were driving again. When there was no demand, the prices dropped. That is a basic law of economics. The prices dropped. I have to say, Madam Secretary, with all due respect, your answers are insulting. And they are insulting to the people of Missouri who are looking for action. There you go. Now, and I remember when Trump and Biden debated. Biden was defiant about this. All those things that uh, Senator Hawley listed there about cutting back on our use of gas and oil. That, Biden said, we're going to do that. And it sounds like that list he gave. Yeah, that's what he did. About the halt on new oil and gas. That's what Biden said was going to happen. Right. He was like, well, yeah, climate change. That's all I'm hearing from people. We got to do something. We got to get America off of gas and oil. I'm going to take these actions because Hawley is focusing in on before uh, Ukraine got invaded. Remember, yeah. that wasn't until February of this year. No, gas it, prices were running it, up big time last it's, year. It's, it's the way the liars in public life uh, speak. Uh, with their rhetoric is they take a small issue and they make it sound like a large issue. Yeah, that had a little to do with the price increase, but the price increase was going up significantly before the Ukraine invasion. And you notice she changes the subject. She brings up some poll of oil and gas executives. 
I have heard oil and gas executives interviewed by the dozens on all the business channels, and they all say the same thing. Biden <laughs> is choking us and the, with regulations and, and lease. Uh, they deny leases. Minute, they deny wait. permits. The real funny part about that is Democrats often uh, despise oil and gas executives. Yes. They're usually liars. They're usually uh, uh, greedy, right? Yeah. They're taking all the profits. Price now gougers. she's using them as a shield. Yeah, the lighty, gr- lying, greedy price gougers. Well, they will agree with this. Yeah, yeah, sure. I could use them for this uh, point I'm trying to make. Notice, notice she didn't want to say under oath that uh, the Biden policies had nothing to do with uh, these, these gas increases. Look, he's effed everything up. He has. He, he's, 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 he's senile. And uh, whatever committee that runs the government are a bunch of leftists who want to put oil and gas industry out of business. That's what they want to do. They want to go uh, all green. That They've said this out loud. It's not a secret. It's not you know some conspiracy theory. You, you look at their words, their plans, the way they want to remake America. They're in charge now. And, and Biden, you know, he can't, he can't even zip up his pants in the morning. All right. When we come back, oh, here we go again. The criminal justice system in Los Angeles. They had this idea for a diversion program. If you uh, were arrested for a misdemeanor, something considered nonviolent, non-serious, they're going to give you a choice. All right, you could move forward with the prosecution or you can go into treatment. What do you think people did? We'll talk about it coming up. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io. Slash Parity Flex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.